Welcome to Kyla's Q&A. I'm Justin Myrick, and recently my son Drake said I need new intro music. So let's do this. Hey Dad, how about some college questions? Let's hear them. Let's hear them. All right, we are live with our latest episode of College Questions. We are so glad you are listening in. Today's question is how do you define success? Now we could take this a lot of different angles, but I'm excited. It's a great question to ask in a lot of avenues of life. And I'm excited for us to explore that today. I'm also excited about our guest joining us today. Got a lot of love and respect for this man. Uh, he has been connected to our church for quite some time, uh, connected with our local church plants and just has a huge heart for God. Um, Mary got some kiddos and he's just uh, living, loving God and loving people. And I'm grateful he's able to join us today so that you guys can hear his wisdom on this question. So please welcome to the podcast, my friend, Brad Goss. All right. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for coming today, man. You bet. Well, let's jump right into it. You know, what comes to your mind when you hear the question, how do you define success? I think, I think, uh, that's a great question, but I I think that I, I, uh, when I think about success, the, um, it can be defined in so so many ways, and For I'm sure. not sure if I could give you one specific. This is how you define success. Mm. Um, I, I know from uh, uh, from my coaching days that we would define success um, in a lot of different ways. I mean, obviously, wins and losses is uh, one way to define success. Yes. Um, there's uh so I, I think that there's a lot of mm. a lot of ways that the world defines success and then um you know in in uh in our christian life i think that there's ways that we uh define success uh there as well so um i think the arena that you're talking about is important mm. when we when we're defining what success is yeah absolutely uh, and i think you know you gave the analogy of athletics and sports and you do meet coaches who their only definition for success is is wins and losses and you know there's no doubt that's a part of the game sure it's a large part i mean you play to win the game right like let's not be crazy about this but at the same time one of the things i love about athletics are the values and principles that that an athlete can gain from just being a part of it and right like even in the midst of wins and losses but it kind of takes a different perspective right. to be able to implement that. Um, right. Yeah. If your if your program is producing a bunch of jerks, yeah. then uh, is that a success? Yeah. And you're winning a bunch of games. Well, uh, I think that's why it's important to kind of define mm. in those different uh, in those different areas and arenas. Uh, yeah. What is success? So what do you think? And even about you know you mentioned you know our Christian life and our walk with God. Um, you know, I, I'm with you, man. I think it's really important because, you know, you you get people without a proper perspective on that, man, you can get really to a really unhealthy place. Right. So, man, what are some ways you would define, man, what, what is success as far as just our walk with God? Yeah. The, um, uh, you know, it, when I, when I think about my own path that, uh, uh, my own life, um, some things that define success for me, like in the broadest sense that I can think about success, 
is uh, uh, faith in the promise. So when we're looking at Scripture and we see the promises, that when I put my faith in those promises, um, then uh, I think that one way to mark success is that uh, are you putting your faith in the promise? Mm. Um, uh, that's that. Um, that would be one uh, definition, a really broad definition no. that's really hard to measure. You yes. know, it, can I look at you and say, are you uh, putting your faith in the promise? Well, I, don't, I mean, uh, there's going to need to be a relationship there and some True. time spent with each other. But uh, and then I guess uh, maybe another way to define success, is, uh, looking at my 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 faith is. Um, Am I maturing? And maybe maturity is uh, trusting Christ more. Am I mm. am I uh, trusting Christ more? Um, and I think that's a mark of maturity, which uh, absolutely goes into that de- definition of success as well. So yeah, no, that's awesome, man. I love that, and you know, I think you're onto something. I feel like so many times when it comes to success, people kind of have an expectation of what that looks like and that bar may be really high. Maybe it's because they've compared themselves to something else or someone else and said, all right, that's success. We've done that. And so anything short of that is failure. Right. But I like how you've kind of laid a foundation of a bigger thing, which is, am I having faith in the promise and the promises of God? Right. Right. Which is kind of a foundational thing and yeah, hard to measure, but it's, it's kind of deeper than that. It kind of gets to the, to the heart root issue, which is we can't define success as here's these 10 things, these 10 things. I mean, as far as like a steps or, Oh, if I, it's kind of a deeper heart and mind type of perspective, I think. Right. Because if, if you're doing that, then even what I heard you saying with maturity in Christ, which is growing, you know, I, you know, that's incredible because, I mean, I've met a lot. I know in college, um, you know, I was part of campus ministry and we were involved in, in trying to live out the commands of God. And this interesting thing happened, though, is all good. That's good, right? Like, that's biblical. But this inter- interesting thing happened, man, that I found an enemy sly, right? So he's very sneaky. Yeah. And what he does is he takes really good things and twists them just enough to mess you up. And that's what he did with a lot of us and me too. Like I struggled because what I happened in my life was I started to equate success with me doing certain things. And if I was doing those things, I felt like, yay, like I'm, I'm doing right. I'm so close with God. Like, and then yeah. if I wasn't doing those things, I was just like the lowest, yeah, like right. I'm horrible. Yeah. I'm, I'm a failure. And like, this is, this is not healthy. Right. Right. Have you yeah. experienced that? or Absolutely. Any, life or I've been on that same, that same path and that same road. And, um, uh, yeah, it is sly because it really looks, um, they both, both of those guys, a guy that's putting his faith in the promise and a guy that's trying to produce, uh, the results on his own. They look the same. They, Mm. it's, it is, it's kind of elusive. It, um, uh, they're involved in doing the same things. Yeah. They go the same places. Mm. They do the same things and, uh, they look a lot alike. And, um, but, uh, the, the. I guess the why or the the end result, the success is uh, is missing in one, and it's there in the other. Mm. Uh, so, I um, I've heard people say that success is literally doing the very thing that God's asked you to do. 
Do you, you what do you think about that statement? Yeah, that's the. Uh, I think all all, uh, and we can see that in Scripture all throughout uh, the Word. We see uh, guys hearing God's Word, whether it's uh, uh, the spoken Word or whether it's through the Scriptures, and they put their faith in that. They believe it. Yeah, and then they obey it. They begin uh, to exercise that mm. um, a little bit at a time, and uh, and I think that's what uh, you know. Uh, obedience being um, faith in the promise, mm. if uh, and success is obedience and faith in the promise. I think that those kind of all run run together. For that sure. you that that you uh, uh, you know the way that you get there. So. Uh, I think that's important, though. I mean, you can miss. It's the hokey pokey. That's what it's mm. all about. Because you can miss that. You can look. Um, you can look a certain way and, and miss that. And, and with good intentions, you mm. can. You can have your seven quiet times a week, and you can. You can do all these things mm-hmm. that are good things, and and you can really miss it. We've all done it. We've yeah. all. Um, we've all missed that faith uh, part of uh, the things that we do. So. I find it interesting that in Joshua 1 8, when it says, Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth, meditate on it day and night, then you will be prosperous, prosperous and successful. Yeah. And, you know, what role do you feel like God's word plays in just our perspective on success? Yeah. Well, you know, the things that come to mind is that uh, it's, it's, it's impossible to please God without faith, right? Mm. It's uh, and faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So it's central. Mm. I mean, God's Word is central to that, uh, um, to that, to our success. So it it uh, it plays a huge role in um, in in what we do and and why we do it. Mm. Um, so. It's hard, man, because we we do live in a culture and a society where it's so driven by results. And so I think we get in this concept where we equate like our walk with God, where it's supposed to look like that. And then we get it twisted. And I think about who was it? Uh, It may have been Enoch. There's a couple. It's a few times in the Old Testament where it'll say, you know, and Enoch walked with God. Yeah. And there's, I don't, I should remember who yeah. these, I mean, it's not, I, you don't get it off, but it's like, it's, it's a, that's such a powerful phrase for me. Yeah. You walked with God. Yeah. And I think what happened to me back then when I was determining success by what I do and didn't do it, uh, I was forgetting that per, that was the whole point of all of it. So I was right. doing a bunch of spiritual stuff to your point, man. I made it like, it's, that is crazy to me. You can have two people doing the same thing you understand what I'm saying? Like they're, they're kind of involved in the same activities and yet one's walking with God and one is not right. Yeah. And there was a season where I was doing things, but I was, it was not about me being with God. Right. And that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, um, man, are there, um, when you think you, you know, you mentioned earlier about just maturity in Christ, how can we, cause I think this is a key component of success. Like if we're going to talk about that, how do we know if we're being successful? How do we know as far as like, and maybe, maybe we define that by we're actually growing. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, is that fair to say that yeah. if we're going to, if we're going to talk about success and what this looks like, um, what is it? Because you've got this tension where the scriptures, 
you know, you got Jesus saying, look, uh, be perfect. Therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. Right. And you also got first John saying, Hey, if anyone claims to be without sin, he is a liar. And the truth is not in us. Right. Paul talking about the wage of war between our flesh and spirit. So we have both. We got the spirit. We've got our flesh, which is still waging war. We still sin. What do you, how do you reconcile that? Like what is success? If we've got both things happening, right? What yeah. is that? Yeah. The uh, well, a, a couple things come to mind. You know, there's I think uh, in First Timothy, there's a uh, in the first chapter, um, there's a there's kind of a list. It says applying all diligence in your faith, supply moral excellence, and it kind of goes, mm. um, and in your moral excellence, self control, self control, brotherly kindness. There's a list. Mm. There's kind of these. Uh, there's these things that, and uh, and it's almost like there, there's some there's some fruit, and then at the end of that list, it says, it, "If these um, qualities are yours and are increasing, then they render you neither useless nor unfruitful mm. uh, in the true knowledge of of God." And uh, but it says, "If if you lack these qualities, um, then you're blind or short sighted." So, uh, I think the Bible does give us some. Uh, some lists that uh, that that we can look at, and some marks that we can look at. You know, the fruits of the spirit. You know, mm. if you, um, uh, I think about my, you know, uh, waking up in the morning. Do I love my wife and family? Like, mm. am I treating them? Uh, do I, is that uh, a part of who I am? Mm. And uh, is that a fruit of my life, or am I, um, you know, am I quick tempered with them, or am I? Uh, so th- I think there are some things that we can gauge in a broad sense because yes. of, uh, of am I um, uh, successful in this in this walk? And I guess the other thing that comes to mind is, uh, you know, Jesus sent those guys out um, and he gave them uh, specific instructions uh, and um, he gave them. Uh, they sent them out in pairs mm-hmm. and there was some things there was some mm-hmm. and, and it was this controlled experiment uh, and then he told them ex- you know it, what to do if this happened to them uh, you know he says if they uh, you know if they kick you out and dust your feet yep. off and move on That's and right. go so so it was success for them was uh, obedience mm-hmm. that they that they went and they they obeyed what uh, uh, what they were told to do and um you know, I think that, so, uh, you know, in my mind, there's this, uh, uh, there's this rigidness that's over here Mm -hmm. that says that 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 path that we were talking about that we've been on before. And that when, uh, when I'm doing these things, I feel really good, but I might not be Christ-like and I might Mm -hmm. not be Mm Christ-centered, but I'm, I'm doing these things that look right. And then on the other end of that, there's this organic that this kind of happens in, um, is is uh, produced, but it's really broad and it's hard yes. to measure. And yes. I think somewhere in there, mm. there's a good uh, there's a good place to be. And uh, right. yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, I, I I heard you say that uh, the things that uh, that y'all that you're holding on to there at uh, at the on campus is um, that you're going to. Uh, uh, what what are the four the, the four oh yeah the four things we want yeah, to college students to leave with yeah that so a heart ha- for God a heart yes. for people spirit led and a love for the local Come church on, I love there that you go. I love yeah, those, those things I mean yes. uh, now can, how do you measure that you know I don't yeah. know yeah uh, you get yeah I'd have it, to know you to know if you exactly. had a heart for God well and that I think that's what I love about those is it gives us a framework 
And obviously we can talk with students about, all right, heart for God is going to be tied. Absolutely. A lot of things, but at its core, the Bible and prayer, right? It's basic communication. Yeah. Right? We're talking about lines of communication, a, a sender and a receiver. This is how it happens. God's already spoken. He's given us the Bible. He's given us through Jesus, the freedom to talk with him. These things, if, if we're going to have a heart for God, there are other elements, but at its core, like we got to talk yeah. about these two. So even though the Bible and prayer is not listed in those, I, I, it helps us have freedom to explore those others. Right. And I think that's the, that's the goal. Yeah. That it, I, I'll, I've, uh, I'm grateful that we landed on those. You know, I was talking with, it was like me, bread, Brad, and we didn't come up. I'm sure that's just paying attention. Sure. I've, I've heard those things before. Yeah. It's not like, but it, but it just helped me. And I think specifically, I think that love for the local church, God's really increased my perspective on lately. Cause I feel like that for a college student who graduates and doesn't have that, I think the possibility of them having a heart for God and being spirit led and heart for people, it goes way down after college because they're probably not going to be growing spiritually. They're not going to be connected to other believers Sure, because yeah. everything they were connected to was only their peers, right. which was great. That's right. I'm, I'm those great Bible studies. Awesome. Y'all remember the scripture, but to graduate and all those things go away because those don't continue beyond college. Right. That's the significance of a local church that is, it helps those others thrive and it keeps yeah. spurring you on towards love and good deeds. And, yeah. But those, those are exciting. And I, I think of this, man, you, you got kiddos. You know, I was thinking about the other day, and you tell me if this is a a, a decent um, analogy or just perspective. Do you? <laughs> let me ask you this first: Do you feel like after you marriage, I feel like teaches you a lot about you and God and your sin, and then parenting yeah. maybe does it even as much or more? Yeah. Do you, I've had so many observations since having children about just our, you know, God refers to himself as father more than I think anything else in the yeah. New Testament. And you wonder, you know, I think that was strategic. Yeah, man. I, uh, so let me give you an analogy. Would you agree with that though? Like just that, oh, yeah. have you, have you no learned? Doubt. No so doubt. then let me ask you this because I thought about this the other day and I think this is relevant to our conversation about success. If one of my children, let's say we, you know, just given a day, right? Like, or, or we go to do something. Uh, well, for example, me and Brooke had the opportunity to take Drake out to ride his bike. He got a mountain bike, and um, we took him up to Mount Nebo and rode some of those new monuments. Was one the the top one, Triple C is what they call it. It's just the easiest one. Mm -hmm. It's at the very top. It's like a mile. It's like it's just it's about three and a half miles if you go down and back. So we did that, and he was he was struggling at first because his old bike was literally half the size. He was riding a tiny bike. I mean, poor guy. It was time to upgrade him. And so we, you know, he'd worked hard and anyway, and all stuff. So we go up there He and he was struggling and stuff and not, and he fell down, I think, I don't know, once or twice or whatever. But, um, and there were times when he came up to a challenge and he was like, you know, I don't know about this one. And he would walk, he'd be like, I'm gonna walk over this one. And on the way back, he would come to a challenge and, and we talked about, you know, being courageous and all that stuff. And he would, he'd be like, all right. And, and I'd see him kind of overcome that fear and be courageous and, and pedal through the rocks or whatever. When I leave that time, that mountain, I'm not thinking about the times he fell and the times he let fear get the best of him. I'm celebrating that I got to ride my bike with my son. Yeah. Like I'm celebrating the, and even the things that he did really well, like that's what I'm proud of. Yeah. 
and I just feel like so many times with us and God, we determine, we walk away from that moment. If we're the little kid who fell or fear got the best of us, we're the little kid leaving and that's all we're thinking about. Yeah. And we don't even get that God is so happy that we're just with him. Yeah. That's good. I like that. I mean, is that fair? Yeah. That. I mean, to our conversation, this is where we go wrong. We've determined success as, as, as this flawless thing. Yeah. And we, and, and don't get me wrong. There is tension here. Jesus did say be perfect there. I mean, I, sure. and to your point, there's balance to it. And I think that's the key, but we've probably erred on, I see more people, at least in our context, erring on this side of where we are. It's impossible for us to accept grace. Be, yeah. You know, we can accept it in salvation. Right. You got that verse in Philippians. I think it's one six, just as you received Christ Jesus. Yeah, Colossians two. Colossians right. two six. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Man, I'm yeah. okay, Colossians two six. So you can finish it. Well, what is yeah, that? Yeah, just as you received Christ Jesus, so walk in him. Yeah. That's uh Yeah, we, we receive it in faith and we continue to walk in faith. We, by grace through faith. Uh so how do we you know we know we're going to mess up. We're going to fear is going to get the best. We're whatever. Right. How do we keep in mind the proper perspective? You know, like if I'm illustrating the, the, you know, the time with my son, when I walk away and I, I don't, I, I'm not worried about how many times he falls. Right. I'm just happy. He's out there being with me and then he's, he's giving it a shot. He's, yeah. he's, 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 you know, right. That's what I'm proud of. That's yeah. what I'm happy with. Right. How do we, how do we translate that us and God and, and, and have the right perspective on this thing we call success. Right. Yeah, no, it's so it's hard. It's hard not to um to beat ourselves up over that stuff and because it does it feels so good when we're doing it right and then it feels so bad when we're not doing it right. And it um but yeah, I think that uh you know, when we have a big view of God and just like our kids have a big view of us, we have a big view of God and what and, and how he is working in our lives and he's producing things through um, trials and, mm. you know, through all the, the, the ups and downs of life. Um, and, and we see that, you know what, this is just another thing that God is using to, you know, produce a maturity or to produce more of a rely, reliance upon him, you know. Mm. Um, uh, then we can really, we can we can have that perspective. But mm. man, that that's a... a it's hard, you know, when things yeah. aren't going good, it's hard, uh, to, to see it. And, uh, but well, and I, I like that analogy though. That's well, it's, it's, I, there've been a lot of moments like that for me. That was one that was just special for me because it kind of reassured me that I think I'm on the right track as far as just it. I'm so glad God, I see people who get caught in a, in a really bad ditch on this, in this area. Yeah. And they're miserable, man. Yeah. They're they're not happy. They're they're living in shame or or pride because they're doing everything right. right and that's right. really what it, yeah. it if you're doing it right then you're prideful. Look at me, I'm the good right. Christian. If you're not, you're shameful. It, it's too it's, yeah. it's too extremes and so I've just I've had those moments where I'm like, "Okay, you know. All right, God, I'm you know, I'm paying attention." Right. And it's so refreshing and it feels so much like the heart of our father God. Yeah. And I wasn't always there. I didn't always have that perspective. And I'm so grateful that God has, has put me around a part of a church with our pastor who I think 
absolutely agrees with yeah. you know he he has this heart and our staff and our the body of our of our church i think it you know we're going to be in agreement on this yeah. and that's really healthy i'm very grateful for that yeah. even when you saw me the other day you're like hey those markers yeah man. like i love that i was like dude that's thank you like i'm so <laughs> that's encouraging man i love that yeah because i think we want to you know it's good to be like-minded in this area yeah yeah that's the uh you know i the the rigidness there there was a, the, the, at the beginning of a, a kind of of that journey for me through um in a discipleship relationship yeah. and uh there were uh, uh, one guy in particular was uh, really investing and took a spiritual interest in me mm-hmm. and uh, man I'm so thankful for I am thankful for that and mm-hmm. um, uh, and even looking back now uh, that there was some rigidness during that rigid during those times that I was uh, you know uh, what I thought that th- it had to be this yep. way and I didn't yep. allow much room for anything else um, uh and I'm I'm glad I'm not still there, but I yes. think maybe that was part of, uh, uh, for sure it was part of my journey, and uh, I learned a lot uh, there. And I I actually went uh, maybe to the other side of the road, <laughs> yeah. and uh, a little overcorrection where I, uh, I I got so far away from that that I kind of wasn't doing anything. Mm. You know, there was, uh, yep. and then. Uh, and now s- some of that rigidness is still really useful, yes. uh, yeah, but with sure. a lot of room, with a lot of room That's for right. uh, for grace and, um, you know. Well, and just the fact that we're all made so uniquely and, and distinct. And I mean, God is, is, I mean, you know, there's no fingerprint of light, right? Like right. how insane is that? Like yeah. nearly 8 billion people in the world. And really, I mean, that's, that's remarkable. So. I do think it's, I love what you're saying about, you know, leaving room for, if we're going to talk about success, then I feel like it's fair to say success is, um, well, if, if Joshua and a you know, meditate on this book of the law, then so it, it, if we're the meditating and the reading of the Bible is going to help us understand what to do in life. But it also, and I think one reason why we maybe love those markers is that that the Holy Spirit thing is so nice because we can take the example of like reading the Bible. Well, some people, the way you and I think the goal would be, how are we going to get in God's word every day? Right. I mean, I think it's safe to say that, I mean, well, that's the command, right? You know, so day and night. So like, but what that looks like for you and I and for the people we're around and your our wives, our children, that's going to look different. Right. If I come in and say, okay, Brad, like, if you want to really know God's word, then here's what you need to do. Right. And I give you this like, that's not yeah, going right. to, there's no way that goes in. Now, maybe in a rare world, like we're exactly the same sure. personalities. And so then you run with it. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to go ruin 10 people's lives. That's right. Because we're going to go tell them <laughs> this is the only way. And then yeah. it's going it, to, that's going to break down. And there is freedom to be like, he, so I, I feel like success, it, it is looking at the commands. But to the your point of balance, it's not the other end of the gray stuff is like commands. What what commands? Are we right, oh, right. we're supposed to do something with the Bible, <laughs> right? Like that that would be the other. Experience. Right, right. So the balance is somehow coming along, saying, "All right, here's the command. How? What do you think this could look like in your life?" Right. You know, for people listening, it's like I think that's the goal, right? That we're paying attention to commands, and then saying, "Okay, 
here's how they do it. But that's the mistake I've seen made is that someone looks at someone else's spiritual walk and they go, oh, that's what they're, I need to go do that. Right. I need to do it just like that. When in fact, you probably don't. Right. Yeah. The commands are the same, yeah. but what it looks like for each of us is different. And I think that's why I got so excited to land on those four because it gave room. We can talk about the things underneath those with the understanding. And I think it's harder to do that, by the way, because it's harder to measure oh, yeah. success. It's a, it- Cause it's a mess. You're dealing with people <laughs> and, uh, people are a mess. Like, uh, it's, if, if we were robots, then that would really, yep. that would really work. Yeah. Um, but, but we're not, we're dealing with, uh, each other and, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's really messy. But if you know that going into it, I think, uh, th- then you can, you can deal with that, uh, c- because you've left some room, but boy, if it has to mm. be a certain way, and uh, and it's and it's a mess. Then uh, it just doesn't fit. It doesn't fit very well. So how would you complete the sentence? Success is. Oh man. And we could. Go, I think there's a lot of answers. Yeah. There, just in the, fairness the, to what the, we just uh, talked about. I'm not. I'm not saying there's one. Right. I would like to. I think we've already identified a few of them. But what right. comes to your mind if we've got to complete that sentence? The, what I, are a few things? The, a few things would be um, for sure that that success. Um, the obedience is, a, we, we're looking, uh, for obedience. And I think the reason why we, uh, we're looking for obedience is because, uh, maybe the goal, um, of our obedience is to be Christ-like. We, mm. uh, uh, we're, we're being made, uh, into the, you know, this, uh, through this process of sanctification that we're, we're being made into, uh, Christ likeness. Mm. And, um, so success in that sense, I think would be, you know, obedience towards Christ likeness. Mm. That's, uh, um, yes. um, even though that's, that's still a broad definition. Yeah. I, I think that, uh, well, but I think it's practical. I've met, you know, you've probably heard this story that people make, they feel like God's leading them to do something. And so they do that. They make a move that whether it's a missionary moving to a different country or someone taking a job where, I mean, whatever. And then they hit some bumps in the road after making that decision. And some people would translate that as I messed up. Right. Yeah. I made a mistake. I didn't didn't discern the will of God properly. It's like, or, or this is life. Right. Yeah. Right. Because success is obedience. And, And of course, I guess that's a different conversation, but sometimes we think, that when we do, when we follow the commands, that it's supposed to be a smooth road. But I guess I'm bringing this up because I feel like it's important to, to identify that success is not smooth road. Right. If a, it, I agree with you, success is obedience, but obedience is messy and, right. and there's bumps in the road and there's things that you don't see coming. And, you know, I mean, there's, so I think, you know, that's good, man. Success is obedience. That's true. You know what? I think about uh, if you if you were going to try to measure that maybe in some way, uh, I, I think about um, uh, when I began to really follow uh, Christ. And it'll be I had a there was a uh, insatiable appetite for God's word in mm. my life at the mm. time. It, there was this, you know, and um that season of my life, I could not get enough. I, mm. uh, on my lunch break, you know, it just mm-hmm. any time that I could get in God's word and either 
if, whether I was just memorizing something or learning more about God and who he is and how he's involved with uh, his people. Um, I, I had a real appetite for that, just getting to know who God uh, really was. That was a mark of my... Mm. Um, uh, and I wanted to be around God's people. Like if mm. I, if I was, uh, didn't have a chance to go to church or to a small group meeting, or if uh, people in in our little faith family were hanging out and I wasn't able to be there, man, I had there was a desire, a strong desire to be around those people. Mm. And uh, and if I wasn't, if I didn't get that opportunity, uh, then I felt like I was mm. missing out. Mm. I, 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 there was a desire there. So those are two strong. I remember. Uh, you know, just as far as a part of my journey, yeah. uh, that those two things were, uh, they were, they were present. Um, and, uh, you know, a desire to, you know, I wanted to be obedient. And I think most of the time when you get a group of, uh, Christians, no matter where they are in their, in their walk, you get them together and they're there and pe- people want to, they mm. want to be they're obedient. They want to mm. please yep. God. I mean, yep. I, I wanted to please God. Um, uh, when I feel like it goes back to, you know, I just, you know, Jesus' definition of love for God. Yeah. If you love me, you'll obey. That's me. right. And so is it, is it fair to say that success is relationship? I yeah. mean, really? I mean, yeah. even the point to what I said with, you know, when you think about your children, I'm sure there've been moments that, you know, it's like, I, I've, I've had to tell my children, look, I do not want to be around you right now. <laughs> like you, this is, we're not good. Like we're, we're, we're not like, don't, we're not, like this is, you That's need to it. go to a different room. Like we're going to, we're going to, you know, get this right. But right now you just, I don't want to be around you. God does that in his word, by the way. He says, you know, away from me with the noise of your song sometimes. I think, I think that's, I don't think that's wrong. Um, but through it all, do you not, would you not do anything for your children? Oh yeah. Is, is there not anything, there's nothing in the world they could do to, to, to cease being your children. Right. Always and yeah. forever. Yeah. Right. That's right. I love you cause you're mine. Right. That's a, I mean, that's, that's, and I, I wonder if that's the core of why I love the success is obedience. I'm just, because it really points back to it's relationship. It's life with God. And there's going to be times where if I define success is when I, um, you know, if I don't give in to temptation or I do is failure, or if I, God calls me to like say something to this person in a line somewhere and I, if I do success, if I don't failure, well, okay. But I don't know. I think it's bigger than that. Yeah. I think it's much bigger than the, I think the, the goal is stepping back and seeing the big picture, right? Like it's, it's relationship. And it's it's paying attention to both successes and failures if we want to define it like that, right. right? Like it's and it's and it's learning from all of it. It's it's conversations with God whether I do make the most of that opportunity or completely miss right. that opportunity, yeah. or resist that temptation or completely give in to that temptation. It's through it all. It's being. I mean, man, do you not love it when your kids, even if they've messed up, like man, when they come to you. And yeah. they've admitted that. What what does that t- oh, do yeah. to you as the heart of, of a yeah. father? I know it. Are you not quick to right. have compassion? Right. And, and I mean, man, for it's sure. pretty easy to forgive yeah. your kids, man. Right. As mad as we can get at them, right? right. Man, it's so you you're eager, right, to show compassion. Yeah, I just I don't know, man. I th- I think somehow in our minds we've got to 
get back to that in, in the balance of things because I think you're exactly right and wise to point out this balance if we're going to talk about this. Yeah. That, you know, it's a relationship and it's time with God and it's walking with God and being yeah. keenly aware of everything that's in that journey. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, you know, the... Uh, the uh, uh, Tom Harmon, who has been to this church quite a bit, he two things that come to mind when we're talking about this that he said uh, before while he's been here is that uh, um, if you get the rules without the ruler, then you get a Pharisee or a rebel every time. Wow, that's good. You know, the the, the rules without the ruler that'll produce a, a Pharisee or a rebel every time. Mm-hmm. The other thing he says that uh, that's that always makes me laugh, but it, it, it means something, um, that, uh, it's easy to be a man, right? You just, uh, uh, you can stand up in front of a urinal and that makes you a, a man, mm-hmm. right? That makes you different from, uh, it's a, it's a little bit harder to be a good man, but it's impossible, impossible to be a godly man without God. Mm-hmm. And so many times, you know, we try mm-hmm. to be godly without God and mm-hmm. it, without that relationship, you know, uh, we want to be successful um, for good reasons, mm. uh, but we miss the one thing that can make us successful, right? Mm. The one thing that that can produce that success That's in right. our life, and uh, so those those two things just come to mind while we're while we're talking. No, that. that's good, man. I like that, and I like the. That's interesting about the. He said, "If you have the rules without the ruler, then you're either a Pharisee or a a rebel, right? A rebel. If you don't have the rules, you can be a rebel." Or that's so good, man. Huh. That is, man, and that's you know makes me think of when Jesus called them whitewashed tombs. By the way, it's probably worth pointing out though they were doing quote unquote the right thing from the outside oh, yeah. perspective. Those guys were yeah. as righteous as could be, and yet Jesus says, "Unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and teachers of the law, guess what? You ain't going to heaven. right. That's like, it. Hold up. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so we might be onto yeah. something, man. Like, oh, Harmon's right, man. If you don't yeah. get Jesus, man, you kind of miss all that, right? And so. That's good, man. Well, is there anything else that comes to your mind? I know there's probably two angles to this, and I know we caught Dusty in here before we walked in, and he had a good angle just as far as, like, career and, and how to connect your passions with providing for your family, and, like, there's some wisdom in that. That's kind of the other angle of success we didn't really get a chance right. to get into. Maybe that's part two. Uh, but is there anything else that, that you just want to share, just that God's kind of helped you see as you think over the years of your life and as you've wrestled with this and – I would say you're at a really healthy spot, man. Like, it's cool how, you know, it was neat to hear how you went from one side to the other. And God's kind of, I'm sensing that you, you've you got a, he's got you in a good balance right now. And Yeah, you know, I don't, the the one thing that I think I find myself uh, uh, preaching to myself um, a lot is that uh, as a child of God, um the things that go on in my life, they're not meaningless. They, mm. they mean something. Mm. And, uh, uh, I'm, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that I have a, uh, a view of God that allows for that, that, uh, it's not all up, you know, it's mm. not all up to me to, uh, to figure all this stuff out. You know, there, uh, we have a history with God. We can mm. look mm. man, over a long period of time, God's mm. people, we have a, we have a long history that we can look at and see that, man, he is faithful to provide for his people. He, um, and, uh, if you're a child of God, if that's who you are, then, uh, uh, you're in that boat, you're mm. part of that story. 
and um you know i, I think that's one thing that uh that uh, you know i don't know if it, it doesn't produce the success or uh, mm. but it's tied to there I, th- I think that it's an important part that uh that view of god that that uh, that he's got me he mm. he he made a promise to me actually and uh he he's coming mm. uh he he's he's making making good on that promise and uh man that's so good i think you know just i love the emphasis of child of god i think to me that's got to be what we remember if we're talking about success of our life because regardless of what we do with vocation if if we don't get this right it doesn't matter what else we do because it'll be twisted yeah you you can be the richest person in the world and the most miserable or whatever you've deemed successful and you 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 let's say you this is success for me you go get that you you know if we don't get this right you know i think i think about for my children uh somebody i don't know it was years ago before i even had before i even was married i think someone had talked about you know what do you want your kids to leave with and or at least that was in my brain like if god blesses me with marriage and children like what would i want my kids to leave? you know you get kind of 18 years with them uh give or take a few right and um so you know what do you want them to leave with have you thought about that before yes <laughs> what I've, I've i got a list i i have i have a uh well yeah, I have. I I do too. I have a note on my phone that I'm writing stuff down on yeah. all the time. So, and, and I bet we've got a handful of things, right? And I've even thought about how. Do you remember phrases that your parents would say to you, like so, like if they repeated phrases, like those phrases stick with me, man. And it's funny how I may not have thought about them. There was that gap, you know. You move out and you kind of got your twenties, and I may not. But man, all of a sudden when you start having kids, all these phrases oh, yeah. that my parents said start <laughs> popping in my brain. I'm like, what is going on right now? <laughs> But it makes me think, man, I got to be careful. I want to make sure that whatever phrases I'm saying often, oh, yeah. like, man, that sticks, that, bro. that it is. sticks, bro. It is. That's right. But I think there's lots of things, and we could have a fun conversation talking about that, but I think at its core, what I want them to leave home with at, it, at its core is that I love them yeah. and that I'll always be there for them yeah. and that there's nothing they could do that'll ever take away the fact that they're my child. Oh, yeah, right. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to fail in a lot of ways as a daddy. But if I can get that right, if they can know that when they leave home, that those three things are always true and they can always know that, man, I'll feel like success. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now, it doesn't mean that I, I had, I'm a flawed daddy. Like I'm a, I'm oh, a, yeah. I'm a right. right. So I've, I've already made, a, our oldest is about to turn 10. I've already made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so I ain't got this parenting thing figured out, but I know that it, that if I know this man, that it's been interesting because even in the midst of my foolishness as a daddy, I've seen God's grace and I feel like right now my kids know that man. Like they know I ain't perfect right. and we talk about it and right. I have to go to them and say, look, daddy was wrong. Right. I shouldn't have responded like that. Like, will you forgive me? Like yeah. I have to tell this to my right. kids. I talk about humiliating. Yeah. So, I see my five year old say, look, that's man, will it. you forgive me? Like this is, <laughs> this is my life. This is what I yeah. do. And right. that's it. But you know what though, man, if they leave knowing that I love them, yeah. that they'll, that they'll never be able to do anything. They'll always be my child. Right. And I'll always be there for them. And I feel like, you know, if I can keep that in mind with me and my father, God. Yeah. Man, I'm going to be, I'm going to yeah. stay in balance. Right. Yeah. That's, uh, I can stay in balance with that perspective. Yeah. That's one of the things that we, d- we, <laughs> at bedtime, sometimes I'll ask, I'll ask him, I'll say, why do, why do I love you? Why does daddy love you? 
and they'll look at me and they know the answer now, but it's because you're mine. You're mine. That's good. And why does God love you? You know, because you're his. You're That's his. That's good. And uh, that they, uh, you know, they're, they're, uh, our oldest is getting it. Uh, uh, the youngest, you know, he's running around. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I think about we dro- dropping Livy Claire off the other day. I was like, I got to say something. You know, it's first day of school. I got yeah, this yeah, is yeah. A, this is I got to say something. That's right. So I'm, I'm telling her we're going to love God, love people and work hard. That's what That's you know, cool. we, we're trying to trying to do that. But that's uh, good. You know, you can say that stuff all you want. You got, you got a, you got to model it, I guess, somewhere. You yeah. got to show them how, how to yeah. do that. But. Yeah. That's good, man. Well, man, I appreciate you so much yeah. for coming on the podcast. And, um, man, uh, just thankful for you. Thankful for the role you're playing here at this church and uh, in our church plants. And so we're grateful for you and, and all the ways God's using you in your home and, and around our, and around our uh, um, city. So, man, I appreciate you. And I do hope and pray that uh, you guys listen in. I hope and pray that this podcast was encouraging to you, that you heard some things that will help you be balanced when it comes to your definition of success. Because regardless of what you God calls you to major in and what job you take, I do feel like Brad and I are on to something right. Uh, We ain't got it all right, but there's something about this relationship with God and wanting to love God through obedience and, and get that right and just the proper perspective that we are always his child if we've believed in jesus that that is a done deal and um and he'll always love us and so uh, grateful for you guys for listening in thank you all so much until next time i'm justin myrick encouraging us to stay connected to church connected to each other and most importantly connected to the god we love and serve god bless